Welcome to Man to Man Podcast. Before we begin our episode, we gotta shout out Anchor for making this podcast even possible. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free, easy to use for recording and uploading your episodes, and the best part, they distribute the podcast for you so you can be heard on places like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It also allows you to make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Anchor is everything you need to make a podcast, all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Alrighty, welcome back to Man to Man. This is your co-host, Andy Elliott. Alongside your co-host, Liam, the Hoopstar Nash. Mr. Hoopstar Nash. We are now comfortably into the NBA season. We got very interesting things taking place around the league. We're going to talk about Mr. Load Management. How are you, sir? For players, we had a fight night. Ding, 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 ding. No, this is not a pushing match. And who is the best playing point guard in the league right now? Or a couple players in the league right now. Let's get after it. What's going on with load management? What are you doing to our elite players? I have no idea. From the outside looking in, if you don't really know background on this, it's just, I think it's just bad for the league in general. Absolutely, like from top to bottom, something has to be done about this. Do you agree with that? I mean, what what needs to be done? There's got to be something, right? This is hurting fan experience. That's the big, big con. You go, hey, I'm going to pay to go see LeBron come to Chicago. Guess what? You pay 80, 90, depending on how close you are, up to $300 to see LeBron sit on the bench. What's going on? I don't like it. That's one of the big things right there. The question is, though, from perspective of, is this guy actually hurt? Because we see the NBA and the teams labeling it as either a nagging injury or he just needs rest. Like, simply, he's worked too hard this week. He just needs rest. What's the nagging injury part? I don't understand that. So basically, as what I can tell is if, you, if you've if you been injured ever in the NBA, you can sit out or you can help yourself recover or, you know, take that load management off by sitting out these, these games, right? You're saying if Kawhi was injured or if Kawhi had that knee problem at the Spurs, then he could say, oh, my knee is hurting a little bit. Can we go ahead and just put that as a nagging injury? So we saw this with Embiid last year, okay? So Embiid got hurt, obviously, had surgery on his knee, and came back. He was Doctors cleared him for full full everything, came back. And from there, they put this, what they called, rest or load management on him, saying he's still coming back from his injury, even though he was cleared. So an example of this this year, Leonard kind of did the same thing. He took his first game off this year due to load management, right? Mm-hmm. Looking back from last season, he played. He sat out 16 games. And 13 of those games was labeled as load management. And yes, he had that injury. So that's kind of how it's carried over to this season. I'm guessing doctors are saying because of his injury, his nagging injury, he still needs to sit out. I get the whole injury part, but where's the line? Is this guy actually injured or does he really need to like sit out? That's the thing. And I, that, I, I honestly think that's okay. That's totally fine. But... If you want to sit out just for rest, you know, you're flying across different states, there's got to be a minimum of, minimum of games for you to sit out just so fans know that you're not playing in that game in their own city. 
You know, you have Kawhi Leonard sitting Right, out. so so what you're saying, like, post that you're going to miss three to five games? Is that what you're saying? I don't I think so. I, th- I don't know what the best way of that to go about is, but let's say you start out with the month of November right here. Hey, Kawhi, how you feeling, man? Let's look at the schedule. We got a couple back-to-back games. Are you going to be feeling like you're ready to go? You know, I know you're going to be tired and play most of the minutes. So give those fans some heads up. Is that what you're saying? Definitely, definitely. LeBron just came to Chicago, and I don't think the ticket prices would have changed if LeBron wasn't playing. He obviously played, but I don't, I don't think the ticket prices would have changed. Like I said, if he wasn't playing, let's let's talk about LeBron with this specific topic. LeBron overall is a superstar. We all know that the man has played forty six thousand two hundred and thirty five total regular season minutes. That's a fucking lot of minutes right there. That's a <laughs> that's about thirty nine minutes a game, bro. To put that in perspective, only one player in the last five years, Jimmy Butler, 2014-2015, has averaged that much playing time over a single season, let alone an entire career. So, man, I don't know. LeBron does this all the time. We've seen him sit out, but it's about the fan experience. Right. So, off of that, when they do pick or say to the outlets and media outlets, hey, Kawhi Leonard is not going to play these three games this month. Does that kind of lower turn the ticket into, prices? Well, it will. That on that sense, yes, I agree with that. But does that kind of start winding into the team aspect of like, hey, they're playing a lower tier team tonight, or they got three of the four games here against lower tier teams? Is that like just a target of saying, hey, I'm sitting out those games because I think my team can win without me that night? Depends. Depends on if you're actually hurt. Or if you just want to rest, I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of talk behind closed doors that goes on in the organization with the doctors and the players. You know, they the doctors know more than anybody else, so I don't know the benefit. Well, I, I'll give is the other solution to shorten the season. Then is that what that is? Do we shorten it by uh, ten games, fifteen games? Does that cut out all load management? No, I don't think that's the solution. I think the solution is. Maybe let's let's let fans know that you're going to miss this amount of games on this month, and then we'll go from there and see what happens. Otherwise, fuck it. I don't think that's cool at all. Let's go into the Phoenix Suns. Are the Phoenix Suns the real deal, or will the season catch up to them? They've been looking good, dude. They kind of caught my eye a little bit here this month, and especially these last couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, big record there, 6-3. and three, Got some huge wins, I would say. So far this year, giant wins for that team. Just kind of putting their the foot in the door and getting into that national spotlight. They beat the Sixers. Obviously, they beat the Clippers that week one we talked about a little bit. Golden State Warriors with Curry. I know Curry got hurt this week, but they beat Curry. And then they walked into Brooklyn and took it to Kyrie and the Nets. And I'll tell you who is behind this whole scheme of the Phoenix Suns. I got two words for you. What, what, what two words are those? Devin, uh, excuse me, sir. Do you have a TV? Because we need to put a stud in the wall right now. This man is a stud. Is he not an all-star? No. Why not? Because the team is bad. Hey, Buck, man, I know it's your fourth season in the league. First year you were messing around with a P-star. But, hey, it's all good, is that, man. Is, it, is, that, is go. that putting him on an all-star bid this year? Is that what you're doing? He's definitely an all star. You think, I think so? He, let me. Let, yeah, I don't. I don't, sure, I don't. I don't. I don't agree with that. I don't think he's an all star yet. What? No. 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 Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen. No, listen no, no, to me. No. Two seasons ago, Booker in his sophomore year. First of all, I'm not even going to talk about how he was a six man at Kentucky and went lottery pick. 
He averaged 24.5 points and a career-high 6.5 assists. He was one of three players averaging those numbers, joining James Harden, who won the MVP that season, and Mr. LeBron James. Okay, come on, bro. He's averaging 27 points in the month of November. They're balling. I think he's going to be an all-star. Give this man the extension. Sign this man the all-star bonus. Come on now. I I would look at all-stars in the terms of how is their team competing up against other teams in this league, right? A superstar, somebody that's ground zero, takes control of their team. I don't think that the Suns are that good yet. I mean, where, where yet. Do you, where, that's the scary thing. Where do you put them in the Western Conference then? Where, where are they ranking up? Top four? Is that I want to get put in the East. <laughs> you need to move over to the East? Is that what you said? And so, so <laughs> if they, they move into go. the East, that's that's my man Booker getting the, the all-star bid. I say they're number one in the East. It's tough being in the West, man. I, yeah, I don't know. I think he's an all-star. If he's keeping up these numbers, he's got a good team behind him. DeAndre Aiden from Arizona. I think DeAndre Aiden is a sketchball. Already getting paid 10000 in college. I know that came out. He's got this whole drug problem. Hello, sir. How big are you exactly? We got Ricky Rubio leading the team with eight, eight and a half to nine assists per game. And then we got, oh, Mr. Dwight Howard. Who is that? Kelly Oubre, bro. This is a young squad. I like him. I like him a lot. I still will say I don't think Devin Booker quite yet is an all-star. We'll see We'll see how this season, if you, if they can get into the playoffs and maybe win a first-round playoff game or series, we'll talk about him and say, hey, he's an all-star. I'll take it back, and I'll look at you and be like— I'll put 500 right now. I'm shaking your—let's shake hands right now. I'm shaking your hand. I put 500 that Booker is an all-star 1,000% this year. Uh, I'll take that bet. I think he's an all-star this year. I don't have 500. All right, let's continue. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, let's talk about another young guy who's making an imprint on this league right now. Rookie. Just a rookie, and he's playing like a vet. He is playing like a vet. Pledge. Ja Morant, man. Ja Morant leading all rookies right now after this week in points and assists. They went in, they, they played the Houston Rockets, right? They ended up losing after the game. Harden got an interview and pretty much put all love on John Moran, saying right. he's a beast. He's aggressive. A lot of guys this, this young and this early in the season coming in as a rookie tend to be nervous. I mean, just totally nervous. Don't know what to do. Harden ended the, the interview saying he's aggressive and he's in full attack mode this year from day one. I think we're going to look at a superstar here. If it's not this year, it's it's gonna be super superstar John Morant. Maybe uh, maybe best point guard in the league type of superstar. <laughs> Whoa, bro, John Morant is he? You think he's really cute, don't you? Uh, I told you, don't do that. Don't 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 do all that. <laughs> don't do that here, folks. We have a John Morant crush. Our first John Morant crush. I mean, this is so this think- is this is my hot take. I'll tell you right now, straight up. We're already going into the hot yeah, take. Hot take. Hot take alert. Oh. Mr. Hot Take Alert, where are you? John John Morant, right now, in the NBA, is top five best point guards. No. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, keep going. Yeah, I want to see this. Go, go, go. go, go. Yes. Month of November. Let's just put the (laughs) points in perspective here. All the facts. In November... Averaging close to 22 points a game, six assists and four rebounds, right? Okay. No Curry, so we can't we can't we can't add Curry into this list, and no uh, Kyle Lowry. Is this list in order? No, no, I don't think it's I don't think we got enough to like you know rank them one through five. I'm just saying top five, just all around right now in the NBA. 
All right, Mr. Weedman, what do we got? Obviously Kyrie, because he was just a baller. I mean, KD came over and left left the Warriors to say, yeah, I'm coming to you because he knows he's the real deal. Probably best point guard. I'll put him at number one. The rest of the list probably, I mean, you can shake it up. I got Westbrook, Ben Simmons, Dame Dollar, and right now, John Moran. No. Who you got? Who you putting in there then? What's next? Who's next? Bro, you put West. You put Westbrook out there. Ah, oh, I'm so pissed at Westbrook right now. Westbrook is sitting. He's out. He's one of those load management guys. All right. I don't know. Are you forgetting about somebody or maybe two people? Trey Young, Kimba, Kyrie, Ben Simmons, Dame, Mother effing Dollar. What's going on, bro? You putting Ja up there? I don't know. I don't think he's better than Trey Young. Or even Lonzo. So, <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, so Lonzo, please step it up. So substitute Trey Young for Westbrook, right? Then who's who's next after that? You're going to put Kimba in there, top five? 1,000%. Kimba is leading the Celtics, and they look really good, especially without a big Al Horford in the lineup, for sure. Uh, I don't know. I think I think you're wrong about that one, definitely. I think John Morant, right now, I mean, where are we in? Week three, definitely top five point guard. All right, let's just fight over it. Actually, let's just let's let Joel Embiid and Carl Anthony Towns fight. We gotta fight. We gotta fight. Actually, these guys are throwing punches. We're not pushing. It was kind of exciting. It's what the fans want. It's part of fan experience. Did you watch that fight? I did. I I didn't watch it live. I had to watch it the next day, next morning. But yeah, I watched it. Let me just break it down for you. Cad and Joel were going at it. You know how Joel is always talking trash. Two big guys. Two similar personalities. Big trash talkers going at it. Other end of the court, it's just them two down there, and they start to scuffle. Joel tries to throw an elbow. Carl Anthony Towns kind of hit him with the one-two, ended up bringing him down, and then you got Mr. Kendall Jenner coming down here, choke-holding Cat. So now it's a two-on-one. It's unfair. But then they said Simmons was trying to hold Cat back from getting Embiid on the ground. I don't know what was going on there. I don't care what you call it. If you put somebody in a chokehold, you, by definition, you are fighting that guy, right? You are you are actually fighting dude. You got him in a <laughs> chokehold, right? So I think... Yeah, hold up. Hey, sir, can I just uh, choke your neck real quick? I, I don't really... I really don't want you to hit my buddy over here. I mean, that's definition of fighting, right? You got dude in a chokehold. By the rules of the NBA, I don't care what they tried to say he was doing or not doing. That's suspension. You got to be suspended at least one to two games for fighting, depending on the seriousness. Well, they both got fined, didn't they? Well, both both Carl Anthony Towns and MB got two games. I'm saying Simmons should have got a game, at least a game, maybe two, just like them for, for the fight. Right, right. I think Embiid, he's just that type of person. He gets under people's skins, and I love it. I love it. I love, I love, if, I love it too. If you, if you know I me, I, I'm on the court every time, just shit talking every chance I get. Right? Oh, you love that shit talking. So I love, I love that from Embiid. Just get him out of the element. Try to get him out of their game. And what did he do? He got, I mean, he got himself ejected, but he got under Carl Anthony Towns' skin and got him out the game. In the end, they they came out with the victory. So. That's why Embiid and the 76ers are going to go far. You need somebody like that on your team. You need a guy that will get under Russell Westbrook's skin. And that's somewhat hard because he's not friends with anybody. He doesn't care about anybody on the court. But Embiid will get under that guy's skin. And you know what he's doing when he's getting kicked out? He's raising the roof. Let's go. Fans are getting hyped. Come on, man. You're going to need that definitely in the postseason. I love it. I want to see more fights. Notable game winners 
Is there somebody that you're you're missing on a little bit? Because I know I'm missing on Boyan Bogdanovich hitting the game winner. I Bobo. Might I might be a little bit jealous. I don't know. I don't know. It's a game winner. Uh, you know, first he plays for the Utah Jazz. Now it's a game winner. Corner three as time expired. One hundred three to one hundred victory over the Milwaukee Bucks. And honestly, just to see the reaction from his teammates jumping up on him, hugging him. I love Bobo, man. I'm so glad he's getting so much love over there. So respect for that, man. I'm putting a lot of respect on his name. I wish we could have signed the extension on him, but you know what? Good for him. Right. Uh, for you guys that don't know, Bo Bogon played with the Pacers last year. So we got some fan love here. But, yeah, good to see that Milwaukee got a loss. Always good for our Pacers. We have another That's We have right. another game winner, don't we? We got a couple. Jokic, not only one, but two back-to-back games. I'm Jokic, top 10 player in the league. You think so? I'll for put sure. him up there. Maybe. I don't know. I have to, I have <laughs> I'll to do some on. research on that one. Uh, maybe, maybe. <laughs> okay. But he okay. he similar situation. I mean, he didn't get hit the final shot with two point two seconds left. He hit the game winner um, against Philadelphia's seventy sixers. Also, another good Eastern Conference loss. Good for our Pacers. Then right after that next game, they came back and he did it again against the Timberwolves. Right. This guy's yep. this guy is the real deal. Putting his team in position to win games. The Nuggets are gonna go far, especially with Jamal Murray at that point, can kinda of handle the ball and Jokic cleaning up the rim. That's a guy who you can go to for those last second shots. You don't always need a point guard or a shooting guard to go get the ball and facilitate on a game winning shot. That's rare. You don't find those guys. What about my guy Dane Dollar? He's rapping, he's dissing Shaq. He's waving bye-bye to PG in the postseason. Dane, chill out, brother. I know you're on the trailblazers, but you are hot right now with a 60 cheeseburger. But in a loss against the Nets, Kyrie with 33. This is your fourth consecutive loss. I thought you guys signed Harrison Whiteside. Whiteside and CJ McCollum, that same game, go 8 of 19, 17 points. You guys got to step it up, man. You guys are right there, but not looking good right now. Right. I don't think the, the Portland Trailblazers will make playoffs this year. Really? Maybe not. I think the Western Conference is too strong now. Now, uh, Dame's getting them there. I think oh, so. He I just th- signed that extension. Uh, He's got to get it. He's got to uh, get them maybe, there. Maybe, maybe, maybe. But on the other end, let's look at the Eastern Conference for uh, some big performances. We got Siakam. 44-piece. Love me some Siakam. 44-piece. He signed the extension, came out, gave the fans, gave the team, the GM some comfort. And said, "You guys pay me 130 million. Here we go. I'm gonna show you what what you pay for." Right? Comes out, gets that that big performance, and gets a win. Goes along. That's gonna be all. That's gonna be all year for the Raptors too. I got no doubt in my mind about that. The, the big thing that the Raptors dealt with in these past seasons was LeBron James getting in the way of winning the championship, or at least going to the Eastern Conference Finals. I got no doubt that the Raptors will be up there in top three, top two seed. I was gonna say we got another big performance after Curry goes out. Right. We got we got D'Lo. Is he is he the new man over there in Golden State? Right. I think he is because there ain't nobody else there to fill out. Right. <laughs> D'Lo is clutch. D'Lo is clutch. I mean, he didn't do it for the Lakers. He was kind of a snitch. Sorry, Nick Young. You can't be messing with eighteen year old girls at the club. But D'Lo, 
you're hitting 52 burgers out here. I don't know if you got spicy mayonnaise or ketchup on it or both. What's going on, brother? I feel you in an overtime win against the Wolves. Right. Big, big, big guy right there. It was big, big, big performance from him. You love D-Lo. Nah, don't, don't get cute. <laughs> don't do all the cute stuff. Let's just transition. You know, we just were talking about some Pacer and Eastern Conference losses. We got the Pacers. We ended the the three game uh, losing or winning streak with a loss against the Hornets. But on the flip side of that coin, we got another three game winning streak. Maybe not the like not it. maybe not the biggest wins against the the top tier teams, but winning is a win. You know, you got to get right, the wins right. under your belt. We also started another three-game winning streak after that, getting some good wins. A win is a win in this league. It doesn't matter if it's against a good top-tier team or a bottom-tier team. Obviously, our three games were against the Wizards, Piston, and Magic. That's what you were going at, Liam. Do you have a pillow on you? A pillow? Why? Yeah, because we need some cushion right, right. now, brother. We do. Good that we're getting the wins. We're not falling apart right now. We're getting the wins. We are 6-4, second in the division. Miles Turner is still out. We touched on him last week. Mm-hmm. Him on the bench. On the other side, we are looking good. Our bench is looking good. 50 points. Finally. I know. They showed up. We were kind of hesitant about them, needing them to step up. They stepped up. 50 points in the last two of the three games that we've played. It's it's looking good for us. It's looking real good, Hoop. I don't have a lot of high expectations for our bench. I really don't even like watching them, but I have to. It's my team. Elise Johnson stepping up. Mr. Big TJ Leaf, how are you, sir? Goga stepping up, man. In the absence of Victor Oladipo, let's keep it moving. We got some really good teams in the East right now, but guess what? We're still one of them. And uh, hello, world. Please keep sleeping. Good news, though, on this front for Vic. He does get into some five-on-five action, half-court in practice. So he is getting some live game time. Let's keep this stride going for a little bit longer until we can get back fully healthy and see where this team can go, right? Pacer Nation. All right. I think that's going to be it for us this week for Episode 4. Please catch us next week. Hopefully, we can see... Maybe one or two more fights, right? Do we need one or two more fights? Hopefully players aren't doing the low management stuff, right? We need them to play so we can watch them. But Pacer Nation, always, and catch us next week, guys.